0: to. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloALMA.com Therapy30.
1: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me
0: in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring
1: professionals like a professional post your free
0: job on linkedin.com slash recommend
1: today this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh House. With
0: 434 left in the primetime Monday night showing between the Miami Dolphins and the Tennessee Titans, the Dolphins led 27 to 13. The Titans were just throwing the ball away. There was a punt return where a guy, um, you know, when I'm playing baseball, uh, my dad was my coach. And he'd always say when you kind of tried to, like, run towards the ball and scoop it and you're not staying in front of it, it'd be like Olaying the ball because you're just moving to the side and kind of saying ole. And, and that's kind of what the <laughs> kick returner did there as he fumbled away the football. The Dolphins scored on that drive. The following drive, it did not take too long for Will Levis. And it's crazy that a team can do this and win a football game. But Will Levis, he tried to toss it back to Derrick Henry. Next thing you know, that ball is just rolling towards the Titans end zone. Dolphins put up a quick 14 points. Four minutes left, man. The Dolphins decided to snap a streak that has been going for 767 games. And that is that the Titans became the first team to win despite being down 14 minutes with under three minutes left for the first time since 2016. What a brutal, brutal five minute stretch, man. I mean, that's like a commercial break, and it was over.
1: It was such a roller coaster. I mean, me and you, we we tend to have this discourse whenever I'm on about, you know, the battered Dolphins fan friends, yeah. and you know, we've experienced our fair share of that. But uh, you know, this year has really tempered that in me because, ha- like, after those two fumbles for and we- the touchdowns we got, I looked over at my wife. I was like, "All right, I can relax now. I'm good." Like, we're gonna cover this- what? Yeah, yeah. I was like, "This is great." And then everything else happened after. You know, the whole we can't get Hopkins into coverage any way we try. Um, we, you know, on offense, our offensive line can't do anything. Tua's, you know, scrambling around like crazy, and missing checkdowns. Like, what is going on here? What a roller coaster the end was. The Titans
0: went. 75 yards in just nine plays. It took them a minute 54 to get that first touchdown to cut it to a at the time an eight point game. And Mike Vrabel, a football guy through and through, he decided to go full. And anal- I hate that the word analytics is used for any savvy decision that anyone. It's analy- the analytics. That's what we're gonna call yeah. it here. But Vrabel made probably the gutsiest call of the entire game because. For two and a half quarters, three and a half quarters, you you hit the nail on the head. He was rolling his eyes. This was a dude who was not happy with his offense. It was a unit that had him looking sick. All of a sudden, they score a touchdown, and, and this is a team that has the impression that we're facing one of the highest-rated offenses in the league, not an offense that has just scored, I don't know, two field goals so far today. So Vrabel makes the decision to go for two on that touchdown, and I mean... I forgot the receiver, but he was absolutely wide open. I think it was a pick play where Cater, Kohu, Xavier, and Howard were uh, both in coverage, basically wound up on the same guy. But, man, what was your thoughts for the Titans to go for that play to be fearless after, you know, three quarters of, I don't know, this game looks like it's in quicksand?
1: Yeah, to me, I, I think that's probably, I mean, this is easy to say considering they won, but, like, when you go for so long and you're so bad for so long, you have to start weighing, like, are we going to make it back down here? Like Mm -hmm. if we're going to have a shot here to win this game, we're going to need more points than we can get from two touchdowns and two field goals. So the question becomes, do we do it now or do we do it later? And, you know, that's just the philosophy of like, do I do it on the second time or do I do it on the first time? Um, Me personally, if you need it, if you know, you need it in general, I'd rather get it the first time.
0: Yep. And, and, and there's the the idea, too, of um it, you could kind of throw together a simple chart of, hey, it's a 50-50 shot. You miss it. You got another 50-50 shot just to be right back where you were. So, I mean, I, I think mm-hmm. what frustrated me mostly, though, is the idea that he was wide open on that play. I mean, we spent all this year talking about how Vic Fangio this defense, everything was coming together. Was this a scenario where you can kind of, at least for Miami's defense, chalk it up to uh, – they just didn't have any answers. I mean, it seemed like every single pit play, Bradley Chubb was half a second away from getting a sack. It seemed like every single mm-hmm. play, there was just enough time for Will Levis to find that open receiver. DeAndre Hopkins made some absolutely awesome plays, but we also saw some issues in the secondary where there's some communication breakdowns. Chigo Konku had a couple big plays. The Titans were able to move the ball just by pitching it to the outside. You could see that once the Titans were going to do something that, I don't know, you once they were going to do what Ask Madden, I would say, wasn't expecting them to do. I don't know. We're going to do a pitch on third and five to get you a little off guard. The Dolphins had no answer for any of those things. Was it something that's going to be a concern moving forward? Or is this just kind of a, a one-stop trick where you had so many injuries, so many things at play where uh, you've got to give them a little leeway for once. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place with LinkedIn. You can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: So to me, it's kind of twofold. I'm not worried about it long-term. I think, you know, Holland, you know, from, from, all, from all, you know, reports, is he can play. Like, he needs to come back and play. Um, mm-hmm. I think that alleviates a lot of stuff. Number two, I'd put, like, rating the defense in that game is such a hard task because they started so incredibly strong. But yep. those last two drives are so painful. Just putting, like, literally everything they wanted to do, they could. Like, we didn't stop them at all. On on in that point and it was just like what happened you guys like one Hopkins I I would have probably had I know we don't do it much but I probably would have had um Ramsey start shadowing Hopkins just to get them out of their groove a little bit like yes you haven't practiced it and you don't do it much on film but that is a double-edged sword because they haven't seen you do it much on film and it's going to throw them out of their element too um so I, I mean, th- I also there's also you know we didn't get as much sack production as really I think most people expected in the game. I know there was a lot of close calls, um, but you know the Titans are like a bottom five team in sacks or, or like in getting sacked, and we got one and that's a pretty big disappointment too, but it's tough because again, that first half and even a little bit into the, the uh, third quarter was like, the defense was not the problem for that period of time. Um,
0: well, will Levis but, is yeah. getting hit hard too. I was actually getting to the point where I was yeah. wondering when is he going to quit? When is he going to start to flinch? Because it seemed like every other play was Bradley Chubb or Andrew Van Ginkle landing on him. And it, it just never seemed to come. And, the the final 50-second stretch here, I don't know what really disappointed me more. I mean, you have a Dolphins offense that went Raheem Mostert three-yard run, Raheem Mostert one-yard run, Tua running like a sack of potatoes for three yards, and then a holding would have brought that back. Otherwise, I would have loved to have a conversation about maybe going for it on fourth and one and, and just letting the offense mm-hmm. finish it, but the offense couldn't do that. The offense looked so, so helpless, and then the Titans four plays, 64 yards in just 26 seconds. So considering the Dolphins wasted a whopping 25 seconds to go nine yards, the Titans go 64 plays in, in, in 26 seconds. Which one of those two are more surprising, shocking, startling, disturbing, uh, sickening. I, I'm running out of adjectives here, but but which one of those really caught you off guard?
1: Yeah, to, to me, the one that caught me off guard was more the, the Dolphins offense, not being able to look like a functional entity um yep i think we've seen you know throughout the season uh you know the defense has at times had issues where you know maybe their spacing between you know players wasn't correct we also have you know we're missing baker we're missing holland we were missing Elliott at that point like there's a lot of miscommunication probably happening on the defense you know at that point in the game um but the offense uh, uh, like Austin Jackson looking like retro Austin Jackson after getting paid is like that is something to monitor. Like he he had finally started to earn some of my trust um this year with a, a string of good performances, but then we pay him and then immediately goes back to maybe one of his worst performances in the last two years. Mm, that's a little bit concerning going forward. Um hopefully it's just one bad game. Um Eichenberg. You know, switching him from guard to center mid-game, that's got to suck. I'm not an Eichenberg fan either, but I'm not that angry at him considering. Um, but yeah, I mean, Julian Hill and, and Eichenberg really, I, I mean, uh, Julian Hill and uh, Austin Jackson, like that whole, and, and Lester Cotton was pretty decent, I thought actually, but like that right side was fluid and Austin, and, and Eichenberg being Eichenberg at center getting pushed back like it just was crumbling the pocket and we had no answers for it. And it was very upsetting to see.
0: I think that's the one reason why I want to ask the question of, is this the same old dolphins? The players are much better. Their coaching is much better, but just there was a certain level of helplessness I felt for this team mm-hmm. during this game. You're at in prime time at home. And I mean, I, I try to stay as positive as I possibly can, all the time. And if this is to happen in Philadelphia in prime time and you have Liam Eikenberg coming, sure. I'll give you a buy on that. But I mean, for this team to look like that deer in the headlight view of playing in Buffalo or playing in Philly, when you're at hard rock stadium and you're begging like, Hey fans, we're doing this for you. Come out. Like we need your support, that type of stuff. We hear the announcers saying how, how loud it is. I mean, I just could not believe the deer in a headlight looked at this offense. We can't get anything done to get 10 yards and just ice this game. We need just 10 yards and, and couldn't do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That last that last drive that the like you mentioned already, the uh the holding penalty, and then you know, the Tua Tua stepped up, you know, to to evade the sack sack, but then got sacked anyway to really seal the deal on that drive. Uh it, it was just painful all around. And it's really the I don't even remember feeling that like disappointed in, in the build game this year. Um, Mm -hmm. like the Bills game, we got dominated from start to finish, but I never felt like hopeless, but like that last drive felt kind of hopeless. Um, going forward though, I don't, I don't feel like that will be my feelings going forward, like going into the next game. I don't think we're going to spiral against the Jets or anything like that. Um, but it was definitely like after the game, I kind of just sat there silent for a while. Yep. down bad man <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad so
0: so i wanted to ask but i think you just answered it you're not ready to say that this is the same old dolphins you're still feeling i'll give them a bye for one game i mean this is a team it's december 12th and they've lost four games i mean we're walking on sunshine here man that's an awesome season it's been a blast but you're a little scared for what's coming you're confident though that you're not ready to say same old dolphins just yet
1: well i'll preface it with this We have already won one game in December.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. I like it. Let's stop there for a quick second, take a quick commercial break on the other side. I want to ask you, is the Dolphins offense broken?